Welcome to the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs show, a safe place for women to heal and grow, where we discover our value, share our tears as we go through the hard times and rise up as we become empowered to meet our challenges head on. A quick question before we dive into today's show. Do you ever wish you had more confidence to stand up for yourself? And do you wish that you had the courage to face the things that you are scared of? Now, I'm not talking about putting yourself at risk to achieve this. I am talking about being proactive in addressing the challenges. I remember feeling so trapped by what was happening in my life when I was in an abusive relationship that fear overwhelmed me and the loss of self-confidence I felt did a great job of keeping me in the cycle of abuse until things got completely out of control. When I look back, I wish that I had accessed every possible technique and strategy to help me become empowered and regain control over my life. Maybe you can relate to some of this and you too wish you had the resources to help you become strong and empowered enough to get your life back on the right track. That's why I've created a free guide with five tips to gain confidence and courage to deal with the tough stuff. I want you to have useful tips you can implement in your life today to help you get started on the road to recovering control over your life and your choices. To get your free guide, go to sandyj.com.au. It is my privilege and my joy to see women like me regain control over their lives, to be able to move towards the life they have always dreamed of. Now, back to today's show. In this podcast, I want to explore many different paths to a peaceful life, free from abuse and oppression. So I guess what I'm saying is some interviews will speak to you and others may not. Feel free to let me know if there's anything you would like me to explore in future episodes. I am here to support you. Here's a mashup of some highlights from today's episode. Calm is a common word. It might be the end thing, but we might overcomplicate Get past that because behind it is this divine, beautiful soul that has a purpose and it's a unique purpose and you're a unique soul. I remember one friend said to me, Cassie, if you're in a place of gratitude, you can't be anywhere else. The night we got to my brother's backyard where we ended up camping, that close to four, it, it, it's just the worldly experience. We get so caught up in it, we forget who we really are. happened to you and nothing to do with your own actions. very little girl. I was in love with all things Australia, always wanted to be here. On today's show, I interview two remarkable individuals, Brent and Kathy, from the Anahata Karma 
organization. Both Brent and Kathy are on a mission to help people access and reconnect with the divine spark within. They are two people of extraordinary faith. Brent and Kathy believe wholeheartedly that we all have a deep and profound inner peace which can be found through yoga, meditation and self-development practices and techniques. Brent empowers people to stay grounded, sensible and focused on things that will actually benefit them and their families. Brent draws from a foundation of wisdom acquired through over 25 years of dedicated spiritual practices. Kathy has found a new life for herself in Australia, which has been a lifelong dream for her. As someone who has been in an abusive relationship, Kathy shares her wisdom, insights, and experiences to help women see that it is possible to leave the abuse behind and begin a life that you love and have always dreamed of. If you're looking for inspiration, tune in now to part one, two, three, and four of this interview series that looks at all aspects of who we are, mind, body, and soul. Just a caution, if you feel unsafe at any time, please stop listening. You can come back anytime you are in a safe place to listen to the rest of the podcast. Your safety is the most important thing to consider. Get ready to dive into part one where we explore the power of positive thinking and how it is empowered by the emotion we connect with that thought. I hope that this interview inspires you to rise and shine. You are now listening to part one. Hello, hello to hello. Brent and to Kathy, and thank you both for being on the show today. I am stoked to have you guys here with me. I um, some of my guests I don't know before I have them on the show. And then there are other guests like you who I know. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like we're, <laughs> we're, we're journeying a little bit together. So, yeah. So I've got a really good sense of who you both are. And you're two of my absolute favorite people in the whole wide world. And oh. um, I'm just. We love you too. Yeah. I'm so, so excited to have you both here to to talk to the listeners about who you are and um and what you are doing i might just start a brief introduction to the company the company represents us and uh, the company is anahata karma.com or anahata karma proprietary limited and the words anahata and karma are sanskrit they're very old, thousands of years old. And anahata means the heart center. Uh, and that's not your heart organ. It's the chakra. Uh, it's located directly behind the sternum, that little indent, uh, on the spine. 
And uh, it's, it's a place where if you just sit quietly within yourself and you go to that heart center, think of people you love, maybe an animal, friends, kids, you'll actually start to hear the sound of silence. And the interpretation in Sanskrit of Anahata is unstruck. So it's the sound of silence. And karma, karma is a common word. It might be the end thing, but we might overcomplicate karma. Karma just means action or deed. So really, you just have to have a look at that. What are my actions? What are my deeds? So, so could you just, yeah. just on that karma word, I know that a lot of people, when they use the word karma, they'll use it in quite sort of a negative context and they'll say, you better watch out or karma's going to come and get you. Now, you yeah. know, so, like... So what, what they're really, yeah, what they're really saying mm, is they're saying, I'm not satisfied with my life. And I see a lot of other negative stuff in the world because I don't want to address my own stuff. Yeah, I'm being a bit harsh in what I'm saying, but I'm being very real. You know, we see and dislike and hate that in the world that generally we are too scared or lazy to address in ourselves. When, when, we, have inner, when we have inner peace, um, we can become the observer of the world. We, 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 can, we can hate a, um, a, you know, a hate war, but we can't hate someone if we have inner peace. We can have compassion and empathy and wonder how on earth they got there. And uh, uh, so, yeah, karma is, is responsibility for our own actions, responsibility for our own thoughts. And the understanding that every time you think something, you are praying. Every single thought, this is a big thing I'm saying, every single thought we're having, you're praying. So if you, if you look at where you are right now and you measure it, and if you don't like it, have a look back at what you've thought because you created exactly what you're sitting in. Now, that, that can feel like onerous, feel like a big burden. But I, I, I just want to say to people, it's not a burden. It's the universe wants to conspire to change your life so that abundance will overflow you and love and good things only. The universe is not punishing you because you did 17 terrible things. You punish yourself by continuing to have negative thoughts about it. So God forgives you for everything, providing you forgive yourself and others. And really, uh, we need to learn to become a little more still. Stop, take a few minutes. And if the thoughts are overwhelming and we know they're no good, change them in that moment for something positive. Get a really strong emotion because the emotion is the conduit. When you have a terrible emotion of fear, oh dear, it's terrible. And, and you think nothing's going to work out. Well, that's a really powerful prayer because of the emotion attached to it. So we need that equal power of emotion with joy and prosperity and hope. Now you might be going through what the dark night of the soul. It might feel like nothing can ever possibly change, but the rule is, and it's a rule, it's a universal rule and it's for every single person. It doesn't matter if you've done a thousand bad things. doesn't matter if you've thought a million bad thoughts in this precious now moment, you can choose to muster up joy and positivity and belief and hope that something good's going to come. We don't know how, we don't know where, we don't know when, but it's just going to come. Now that, that can be quite difficult to get that emotion up. You might have to almost fake that emotion by thinking of something that brought you joy once. Uh, but if you keep doing that, only one thing can happen. And that is positive, loving, abundant change. Well, that's amazing. And that is, um, it's a very large concept for people to get their head around. Um, mm -hmm. I think that, you know, that this podcast speaks to women who have been hurt by some form of abuse within yeah. a relationship. 
And when you are giving that message to somebody who is in a very torturous place point, in yeah. their life, where they're a happy thought is a million miles away from them. They mm -hmm. don't know. It's, it seems just un, it's not tangible for them to grab a hold of that Something happy thought. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what advice do you have for those women who are just so overwhelmed by their negative circumstances that, they can't remember what a happy thought yes. is or what a happy feeling feels like. How, how do you help those women to find that place of joy again so that they can then start having that mindfulness and think when they're being overcome by negativity to be able to have that awareness and stop and change that thought with embedding something that is a positive thing for them to then redirect themselves because it may be something that will have to happen, you know, like quite often for them to begin to actually grab a hold of that as being something real that they can hold mm. on to and really you know make a part of who they are again all right so all of us um i've been through extraordinary suffering severe abuse abuse at some of the worst levels humans can go through abuse so i understand i have an empathy i have an understanding i have an experience so i'm speaking from experience all of us are a physical person we're an emotional person we're a mental person and then we're a spiritual being. Yeah, we have a soul. We, we only have this sort of limited power. Yeah, we might be able to go to the gym and get to a certain amount of power. We might be able to push a certain amount, a certain amount of mental power, a certain amount of, but it's limited. And so for me, and, and what I'm about to say is not in quotes Christian, but I work with Jesus. I work with Jesus from the book of Acts in the Bible, where they actually went out and did things, not where people are going to church and, um, if you go to a church and I gather, if you're in an abused relationship and everything, it may be detrimental because there's too many people in there judging you. And the, the problem with churches is the people. And Jesus didn't tell us to have churches and be judgmental. Jesus said, go out and into the world and I'll provide everything unto you. So we need supernatural power. We need something that will break our mind, break our emotions, break our, our, our physicality and lift us and supernaturally plow us through it and give us uh, the discernment to make decisions when we think we can't make a decision. And so what we have to do is pray. We have to call upon the Holy Spirit, call upon God and say, God, uh, I've tried. I've tried everything. I've tried books. I've tried counseling, whatever it is you've tried. And my own power is not working. And we need to just recognize that all we've got to do is keep striving the best we can, whatever that is. And it might be not much. But we have to do something. We have to at least go for a walk every day. We have to do something because uh, the word karma means action. So you've got to keep the action going because grace or the Holy Spirit flows through action. Faith without works is dead is what the Bible says. And the works is the karma or the action. So we need to pray and we say, Lord, I don't know how. Please fill me with strength. Lord, please give me discernment. Lord, 
please resolve this relationship for me. Now, when you ask for a resolving in a relationship, one of two things happens. Either that person starts to decide to address their issues and that can happen. They could have been abusive for seven years, 10 years, 15 years. They can't, people can make a choice and suddenly change and go to a men's group or one of their mates says something, they start to transform. Maybe they give up alcohol. It happens. So that either that'll start to happen. You'll see it very quickly from the time you pray. I promise you, you'll see it very quickly. God is a God of action now, bang, quick. And then we, we, we want action. We, we don't want to be hanging around waiting. We've had enough waiting and enough despair of the soul. So, or the other thing happens is it explodes and blows up completely and they're out of your life. Now, that's how God works. God either brings them closer and it gets better and bigger or removes them from your life. Now, don't ask how that's going to happen. And don't, we must never pray, I wish this person out of my life and I hope they have terrible things happen. Vengeance is not for us. And as soon as we pray for bad on someone else, it comes around this loop, this web, and bites us and gets us and runs us over with a karma bus. So although it feels like it can never change, we're trapped in this relationship. It's impossible to get out of it. God will get you out of it quicker than you can dream. When you start to trust and pray and go and keep asking for supernatural power. So that's what we need. We need supernatural power. And it really doesn't matter your face. Um, and I know what I'm saying is very big because the Jesus I know, and that's who I work for and go out and do work for, he's uh, not about churches or faiths or anything. He doesn't care about that. He just cares about you having a good day, having a good life. And, and, and um, he will help you to make that happen very quickly. Uh, part of it, I think, is getting out of what you're talking about, the despair, and going, I'm stuck in this, I'm stuck in this, and going, and praying and saying, please help get me out of this to get that, in, in, that um, intervention. So Kathy, I'm sure has plenty to say on all of this. Yeah, I'd love to hear from you, Kathy, um, to tell us, just share a bit about your journey and, um, and your thoughts on how what Brent has said has played a, a part in bringing you to this point in your life. Sure. Um, like every, everything that he said is um, part of what I feel helps us move on out of whatever, sometimes it's thought patterns really that we seem to be looping around and we may seem to have certain physical things going on with us. And then as we are in the situation, we, we realize that we really are the contributing component within our own situation. You know, if, if it is to be, it's up to me. If, if I wish to attempt to place blame on others, I find that it's that old saying, when you point a finger outward, one outward, you've got three pointing back at yourself. So at some point for me, I realized I was the main component that I could deal with. And so I remember one friend said to me, Kathy, if you're in a place of gratitude, you can't be anywhere else. And I I would be in prayer and I'd be like, I really want to be grateful, but I don't, I don't even know 
what I'm grateful for. Okay, fine. I have breath. I have breath of life. I have that. And I'm grateful for that because something inside of me wanted that life. It knew I was life. And even though everything around me looked dark or that it had a dark component, I still, within me, I felt this desire, this love to go forward. And I didn't know how. And so it kind of got to back to basics and the simplicity of to get myself into a place where I could even um, begin the process. It was all about the breath. It was breathing in. And I remember at one point, I'm like, there's so many ways to breathe. I don't even know if I know how to breathe properly. And then it's like, there's so many beautiful ways to breathe and they're all very powerful. And some moment worked one way for me and another moment worked another. So there's no judgment on myself for how I was or was not doing the breathing or if my prayer was right or wrong or my meditation time was, it, it's just, I committed that breath to life, to God to all that is love that holds all together, even when it doesn't seem like it's love, I then came to realize that, and this is a little bit down the track for me, I realized again, back to that basic prayer of gratitude, those that are in my life and were in my life had perfect purpose and we had a perfect exchange, even though it seemed very unusual um but you know at some point i realized the gratitude and um we helped each other learn we they helped me go to a deeper place of of knowingness of truth of breath of life within myself of strength and so um yeah probably breathing breathing and gratitude yeah, I am with you 100% on on that advice for other women. And I was just thinking about um, just how, you know, part of life or life is being an active participant in life. And I think when we have an awareness of that, then that can help us to overcome feelings of being a victim to whatever circumstances we're facing in our lives because we are actively participating and we can make a choice about how we participate in whatever situation we face. And I think, you know, I can um, say this because this is actually some of what I've learned from both of you. And I think that, you know, this is just reflected in, in the relationship that we have and it, it, the journey that I've been on and how I have changed, altered my perspective um, through what I've learnt with what you've shared with me. So I hope that other women will um, be able to, you know, just think about what has been said in this episode and um 
and just let it sit with them, you know, that because, you know, there, there is that combination in life, isn't there? There's a combination of sitting with things and having that time of stillness that for every, everything, there is a place and there's a time to be still. And then there's a time to act. The next question that I'll ask is what advice would you give women to begin to gain clarity and strength when they are feeling trapped and helpless to improve their lot in life? So I think you've touched on that with the the prayer. Is there anything else that you can um, think of to share that might help women in that way? I, I think I just want to say one quick thing on the prayer just to sum it up. A lot of people feel they don't know how to pray. Mm -hmm. As long as you just sit, God is listening. There are a thousand or more angels listening and they're conspiring to assist you at all times. They're there. We see them. We get to see the angelic realm. We're very fortunate. And we've had many, many, many spiritual experiences. So we're here just to tell you, praying is not fruitless. Praying is essential. It connects you to the divine and it gives them permission to intervene on your behalf. So, so just want to say, don't worry if you're praying right, just pray. That's and, an interesting, and, Frank, can I just say one thing about yeah. that, where you said, you know, it gives them permission. Can you explain that, you know, what happens if well, you don't well, ask? Well, God and the angelic realm, really, you've been given free will. So you're, you can, you have the free will to be stubborn and think you control the world and you run the world and you can navigate and and not rely on supernatural power. You, you, we've been given this gift of the earth, um, which in terrible circumstances feels awful. In When you've got lots of money, it's all flowing. You don't want assistance and, and your ego gets in the way. And so we've got that free will. But when we're humble enough to go, you know what? I need supernatural power. I need something bigger than me. I can't do that much really in my life. And then we open the floodgate to grace. But grace only flows through the permission and permission is through prayer. Mm. We all go through dark times. When we do, we often feel alone. This is a safe space for you to come and look for some light. I'm a survivor of an abusive relationship and for a long time I had no voice because I was too scared to speak up and speak out about what was happening to me. I couldn't see a light at the end of the tunnel, but when I turned a corner in my life, the light started filtering through and I left my old life behind. I am here now to help other women feel seen, heard and valued. I'm reaching out with my light shining on you to help you find your way out of the darkness. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. A note of encouragement. If you are struggling with your mental health, please reach out for support with some form of counselling. If you don't know where to start to find a counsellor, a good place to start is to talk with your doctor. There are also many online counselling supports available. And a word of advice, if the counsellor is not a good fit for you, try another. And if you need to, try another until you have one that is the right fit for you. 
Tune in again for the Tiara's Tears and Triumphs podcast, helping women who have been hurt to heal and grow, hosted by me, Sandy J. This program provides a safe place to work on inner peace and a strong mindset, spells out how to spot the red flags, advises on ways to stay safe and work on effective safety planning, gives tips on how to look after you when things are tough, teaches empowerment strategies, acknowledges life's challenges and explores ways to meet these challenges head on, to go from surviving to rising to striving and finally to thriving. The show includes interviews with other survivors who have come out the other side, who share their stories and insights, as well as interviews with therapists and people working in support roles. I am a survivor and I use my experience and skills to help other women like me. Please listen and be uplifted to rise in this safe space where dignity, kindness and compassion are treasured. And don't forget, if you need some support, I am here for you. I don't want any woman to suffer alone in silence. I don't want any woman to feel oppressed and feel that there is no way out. I want you to know that you can turn a corner. I am a life change facilitator. I help women regain control over their lives. You can find me at sandyj.com.au. Hey now, can you just pause a moment before you go? Because I need you to share your light and leave a review. Can you just take a quick minute to leave a review in iTunes to let other women know this is a show they can trust? It would mean the world to me if you could help shine a light for someone who can't see the light at the end of their tunnel. I need you to do this for someone else who needs some support and encouragement. If you like this show, please subscribe and you will automatically be updated with future episodes when they are released. And please share this podcast with anyone you know who it might help. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Sending you lots of love and light and above all else, wishing you well. You are brilliant. Keep shining. Stay safe. Sandy.